Okay, I've got one. <laughs> okay, so as y'all know, Advent is a time of preparation as we celebrate God incarnate becoming a man and living as one of us in order to save us from the consequences of our sin and our rebellion. And today, I've been asked to share on peace, and I'm focusing primarily on two scriptures that... Um, one of which we just sang about. But the first is Luke 2, um, the gospel story of the birth of Jesus. In verses 13 and 14, after the angel had made the announcement to the shepherds, it says, And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. So I wanted to focus a little bit on that scripture, peace among men with whom God is pleased. Or another translation says, peace on men on whom his favor rests. Now we all want peace in our lives and in our world, but God's message to the shepherds that night as the angels announced the coming of the Messiah was specifically a word of peace to those in whom God was pleased. It wasn't just peace on earth. I mean, though a lot of Christmas cards say that, it was peace to those with whom God, the God of the universe, was pleased. I wonder what those shepherds thought about that. You know, did, did that include them? <clears throat> I'm sure there were many faithful Jews at that time that Jesus came into the world who were trying their best to walk with God as they understood him. But the religious leaders at that time had burdened the people with so much by adding to the law of God that many lived in fear that they could never, ever do enough to please God. So maybe the shepherds didn't think themselves as one of those in that special community that God was pleased with. I mean, you think about it. They couldn't go to the temple on a regular basis because of their work. Um, They were probably ceremonial unclean most of the time because of their work. Um, So it's no wonder that the angels were amazed that God, I mean, the shepherds were amazed that the angels had chosen them and not the religious or the wealthy or the powerful to make this announcement. Yet God made that announcement to them. So that's the first thing I wanted to talk on in the second is Isaiah 9, 6. All of us know that scripture too. We just sang about it. For a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us. And the government will rest on his shoulders. And then his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. So into this dark world, God gave his son. He came as a baby. But he came at a time when one of the cruelest and most oppressive governments known to mankind, the Roman occupation, ruled. And think of the history of the Jews up until that time. God had called Abraham to found a nation in order to bless the world. But then later the people were enslaved for 400 years. They came out of slavery. They wandered into the desert for 40 years. They finally get to the promised land. But they had to, um, you know, fight to be able to get that promised land. And they really only enjoyed about 40 years of peace under King Solomon. 
before the other kings and times of judges, and there was just no peace in the land. And then their land is invaded, and they're taken again as exiles and slaves under the Babylonian and Persian empires. So when they finally return to their land, they have to slowly rebuild their homes and their communities, their temple, all of which had been utterly destroyed. And now they're living under Roman occupation. And I'm sure the Jews are banking on that promise described in Isaiah 9, 6, that the government will rest on the shoulders of the Messiah. It's no wonder they didn't recognize Jesus. They wanted that mighty God to rule and to reign and forcibly bring peace from their enemies. And if I'm honest, too, I kind of want the same thing. (laughs) I want Jesus to rule and reign on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that every day. Lord, please. I want God's peace, his righteousness, his justice now on earth. Especially in this day as we see more and more injustice and lawlessness taking place. Good people are suffering and there appears to be little consequence for evil. And very little peace can be found on this earth today. So peace on earth can only come to the one who has accepted that his goodness, his own goodness, will never be good enough to earn God's favor. Our, as we know, our righteousness, our goodness is as filthy rags. But it's Jesus' righteousness that covers our sins and makes us pleasing or acceptable to God. And it's through Jesus' righteousness that Luke 2.14 is fulfilled and God's peace fills us. You know, even back then, Bill, as you were talking about Jesus smiling at the drummer boy, I'm sure God was smiling down at those shepherds. You know, he was smiling at Mary when she sang that song of praise, you know, how God could look at me, a lowly woman, and bless me. You know, the king of the universe is smiling down at us, and all he wants is for us to reach out in faith to him. It is our eternal Father who sent his Son to die for us so we could have that relationship with him. He has called us. He loves us with an everlasting love. Isaiah 54.10 says that though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, his unfailing love for me will never be shaken and his covenant of peace will not be removed. He will never let go of me. He will not leave me or desert me. And it's essential that we know this Prince of Peace because there are times when I don't understand God's ways and I struggle with knowing God's peace in difficult situations. And we all will go through times like that as we're dealing with sickness or grief or loss or at times even unanswered prayers. But we stand on the promises that our Heavenly Father, He is faithful, He is good. He also is that wonderful counselor. He knows all of my ways. He sees me with eyes of understanding and compassion. He guides me, He watches over me. My future is secure in His plan and in His counsel. And finally, Jesus is the mighty God. He defeated sin and death on behalf of us. 
and he will vanquish his enemies and he will bring peace on the earth and if you don't believe it read revelations 19 <laughs> i was going to read it but i won't i'll let y'all he is king of kings lord of lords and he will reign forever but until that time know that we will walk through difficult difficult times often not understanding why but trusting in god's sovereignty knowing that loss pain suffering hurt grief is never the end of our story if we walk with the prince of peace there's always another chapter in our lives and the end is abundant life so may the peace of god which surpasses all comprehension guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 You want to break for-